0: Log Talk Radio. among those who are regular listeners to Your Home Buying Compass. You know that we often talk about uh, the various uh, processes and aspects of buying and selling homes here with realtor David Schwabi of the Schwabi Group. And if if you listen, I imagine maybe you kind of visualize in your head um, your home or the type of home you aspire to own as we talk, and you you sort of envision what your home might look like. today we're going to talk uh, to some of you who may have a little different view those who are, uh, are looking for or considering perhaps buying a, a condo or a townhome because there's very uh, very much uh, a lot to talk about there a lot of different aspects and things that uh, go into that type of property so um, I'm Jim Mitchell that's not as important the fact that this is David Schwabi. and David uh, first of all thank you and I'm, I'm really glad that we'll take a time to kind of look at a little different aspect of the real estate market today.
1: Yeah, Jim, thanks. Um, it's uh, a great topic because many times we talk about homes, but we never talk about condos and townhomes. So I'd love to give some good information on, obviously, sellers and buyers for townhomes and condos.
0: Yeah, and, and over the last year or so, you have shared with us the uh, market volatility that has gone on, the, the different range of activities. Is, has that been the same for condos and townhomes, or they've sort of been on a different track?
1: No, it's very very similar and it's just like homes, it is very dependent on location and town. Um we'll get into it further if they're rentable and that sort of thing, but I will say that I'm listing a house in Schomburg, uh townhome in Schomburg and uh this week and the the market to give you an idea in Schomburg townhomes are up like over twenty percent in the last eleven months or fifteen months. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy numbers. So, and that just because Schaumburg is a very rental-centric area, and, and uh, if you've got a townhome or a condo that's rentable, uh, the rentals are so strong, and that's driving price. So, I guess in this case, the fact that it is a condo townhome is actually driving the price more because of the rental market.
0: And you have shared with us uh, many different aspects of the process of buying or, or selling a home. What um, what steps need to take place? What buyers or sellers should do or look for um are there any key differences in in those processes regarding a condo or townhome or are they just very similar to a single family home
1: actually so so this is before i get into that i want to talk about really quick what a townhouse or condo what we're talking about so okay a condo so so a, a townhome is a type of home right um and a a townhome could actually be a condo association. So when you're buying a condo, which you and I know is a condo, a townhome uh, could actually be either a condo association or a feature means you own the whole lot. But in a condo association, a condo is you own a percentage of all the land and then the air rights within your unit. So when we talk about condo and townhome, I'm specifically talking about Um, the actual, what it looks like a townhouse, right? But that townhouse actually could be fee simple like a home or it could be a condo association. Um, But if you have questions about that, I'd love to talk to you. Give me a call. We can can go over that. But uh, there's ins and outs of that, and we talk about that when you're buying or selling a house. So getting back to your, sorry, um, uh, the process of buying a condo or townhouse, very similar, very similar. We still do a home inspection, and we still do our due diligence on it. But in addition, we need to have a partner, well, a, a good partner in an attorney who understands condo, um, uh, condo associations. Again, townhome could have a condo association. Um, yep. We need that because we need to be able to do a deep dive into the reserves and the issues, the, uh, the by decks and bylaws, et cetera, which I'm sure we'll talk more about in this, this call. But that's the main difference is we have to do a deep dive on protect the buyer to make sure that we understand what they're buying. Interesting. All
0: right. Yes, let's 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 circle back to that. Um, before we do, uh, I, I had uh, sort of mentioned in, in uh sort of the intro to this and the listing for this particular podcast, there you are know, some of the types of buyers that in my head uh uh, these types of properties might attract younger buyers, small, you know, first-time young families, or people on the older demographic who are looking to just get out of home maintenance. Is that the correct characterization, or are really these properties pretty much spread across all different types of buyers?
1: Uh, so it depends on the area. So it does spread across because uh, there are some very large townhomes, but uh, but yeah, generally speaking, the advantage of that, obviously, of buying a townhouse slash condo is that you do not have to worry about the maintenance. You don't have to worry about the, the grass cutting and that sort of thing. And if you have a condo or a town or townhome that everything's included on the exterior, the exterior maintenance takes away a lot of the financial risk because if your roof goes bad, everyone shares in it, right? So you, you are paying for everyone's problems, but at the same time, you're, you're really mitigating yours. It's kind of like insurance policy in, in a way, right? Um, because if a strong association will be able to pay for a lot of those costs that you, if if you've got a hole in your roof in your house, you have to fix it and pay for it, right? But if there's a problem with your townhouse or condo and there's that sort of thing, these things may be covered by association. And I think that's another advantage to, uh, and that's why younger and older people, I guess, Yeah,
0: so what about the the, um, things that buyers should consider? You you mentioned, you know, a a faulty roof or things of that sort. Now, again, these could be, individual unit within a, within a development that is that is managed or it could be a, uh, a building that has you know condos on, across multiple floors w- what type of things would buyers you know look at in these properties that they might not normally have to look for when buying a, a traditional home
1: well so the, the, from, a, from a, when you walk through the house and look at it the thing they should be looking at is um, is there a common space do you like the common space? Does it feel right to you? Um, are there pets allowed? If you love dogs and they don't love dogs, but if, if you don't like dogs and cats and they allow dogs and you're going to be sharing an elevator with one of them, maybe that's not the yeah. best option, right? Uh-huh. So these are the kind of things that you don't have to worry about because when inherently when you buy a condo or a townhouse, um, you basically are inheriting neighbors, right? Um, so you have to uh, kind of get a feel for how the association handles this. What are the rules? What are the regulations, um, and those sorts of things? Because that's part of, you know, what your that's part of your lifestyle, right? So the condo is an example of if if the condo is a newer condo building with a lot more, um, uh, you know, parties and and uh, amenities and that sort of thing, that might appeal to you. But someone else might just want a condo with an elevator and no amenities and no party room and no parking. So, I mean, these are the kind of things that you look at mm-hmm. when you look at yep. kind of those associations and how does it match your
0: lifestyle, right? We're, uh, we're talking with David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group, uh, Compass. And um, David can always be reached at 847-636-6747. Uh, or david at schwabigroup.com as always we have a list of questions we don't get through them all I know you may have others so feel free to reach out and contact David uh, one of the things obviously in any purchase is is the financial side of things Um, so I I have two questions here because you mentioned checking into the reserves Uh, I want to talk about that but first just for the buyer themselves anything different in, in the process of of buying a, one of these types of homes, in terms of financing or payments, uh, well, what else do they need to consider?
1: Right. So when we when we talk to mortgage uh, the mortgage professionals, when someone's buying a condo, you know, when we buy a house, they're talking what's the price, you know, what your interest rates, you know, what your payment is, and how much are the taxes. But when you have a condo association or a townhouse association, you have to have uh, association fees. So so that's the additional amount that goes uh whether it's two hundred a month or four hundred a month. I've seen them over a thousand a month, depending on this high rise wow. in the city or something so it's it's how is that association fee affecting their buying power um, and and that obviously will affect the types of people buying that unit so I'm not supposed to stereotype, but if I were to, um, you know, a younger couple would want a smaller association fee and an older couple downsizing might want all the amenities and all the fancy stuff. And so they might have a higher association fee and they might be okay with that.
0: And then, as I said, you, you referred to the reserves looking in, into that and yeah. I know that's really critical. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So once,
1: once we have a contract on the building, so they, we can't demand to see the reserves. I can call as an agent and ask the question, but we can't demand the reserves until we have a contract. Once we have a contract, we, our attorneys have the right to ask for the reserves, and the reserves means how much money do you have in reserve, how much money uh, if the the place needs a new roof, or if it's a condo association, you're putting roofs on all the buildings, how much money do they, set, they have? So, So what an attorney is going to look at is this is how much dollars we have in reserves, and this is what our yearly budget is. So they get an idea for... A percentage of budget to reserves and make some good decisions about that. I've seen five-year-old condos, high-rise or mid-rise condos in like downtown Heights. Uh, it was only five years old, and they have a million and a half dollars in reserves, and there's like there's no lawn. All they really have is interior maintenance, right? And,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um, elevators. Elevators are a big cost association. Um, but it's important to understand what the reserves are, and more importantly, um, a good attorney is going to say, "I want." the decks and bylaws, the rules and regulations. And I want to have the last 12 or 24 months of meeting notes for the association, because then we can spin through the meeting notes and see if there's any additional costs coming up that we're unaware of. And many times, by the way, it's not the seller that is like lying to you, not telling you about a, a special assessment coming up. They just don't go to the the, the meeting. So they don't even know about it. And they don't read the meeting notes people are too busy. So uh, our due diligence as a buyer is to have our attorneys review those meeting notes and see if there is a hint if there's any issues coming up.
0: And, and just to be clear, if someone hasn't lived under these conditions in the past, um, it, it, these rules that an association might have, I mean, they're they are made to be enforced, and it's not something you look at. Oh well, you know, yeah, I don't have to do that. I mean, if if there's a set of uh, bylaws or rules, it's you're going to be held accountable for those.
1: Correct. They are very specific and um, a good association. You want associations to enforce their rules. So, for instance, um, some associations allow pets, but you have to use a certain elevator with your, your dog, right? So, I mean, you just have to understand what those rules are and how it affects you and... And if it works with your situation, if you always have your, if your grandkids come over and they want and they want to and they bring their dog with every time they visit your house, or they they're going to visit you for the weekend, they don't allow dogs in the condo. You have to think about that, right? So because you cannot, you're exactly right. They do enforce these rules, and you have to make sure it fits your lifestyle. And
0: in, in just a minute or two left here, but among those rules might be um, what you can do to the interior uh, of the unit that you and I have talked about buying homes and fixing them up or envisioning what they can be after you buy it, um, there could be limitations on what you could do within even the interior of your property in these, yeah, in these situations, exactly. correct?
1: Yeah, that's exactly a great point. So if you want to put hardwood floors in, some associations won't allow it if they don't have a proper air gap between the, the, the their levels. Um, some allow it with cork and some allow it with some sort of insulation. But yes, you need to understand what you can and can't do with that association. The newer this the newer the condos are um the better these rules are set up but um but again you still can't do anything you want and you can't put a patio out there you can't you might not even have a grill on your patio maybe you love to do grilling in your patio you can't some associations won't allow that sort of thing so you have to understand what those rules are before you buy
0: and we've kind of shortchanged them here but you, you did mention that you know some aspects of selling are important as well uh what what Types of things should someone think about? Perhaps even before they buy, that they need to know someday when they want to sell.
1: Yeah, I would just look at hey, what are the what are the meeting notes for the last twelve months? Is there going to be a special assessment coming up, or is there discussion on one of them? And you have to budget for that because if it's already been brought up by law, you're going to end up paying that a special assessment because you've owned it during the time period. Um, and then if there's any fix-ups, sometimes it's harder to fix up or get painting done or renovate um and such because of the rules also if you're moving out there's many times you have to preset times to move out and pay move out fees and etc but again people want to give me a call we can certainly go over those um but uh overall the market's strong for the for the condos and towns I'm still at this point
0: well yeah and let's let's remind people if they do want to reach david Schwab, they can do so by calling uh 847-636-6747 um, david at schwabigroup, S-C-H-W-A-B-E group.com is email. And uh, schwabegroup.com is the website. You can get information including current listings uh, as well as links to all of these uh, great podcasts that David uh, contributes to and spends uh, so much time sharing information with us on. So, David, thanks for being here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we will look forward to another episode to wrap up the year next month. Uh, thanks very much for being with us.